The B2B sales world is in turmoil. Quota attainment is down. Revenue growth is slowed. Turnover is up. All of this is in the face of ever-increasing pressure to perform. Is it a surprise that the average sales leader stays in place for only 12 to 18 months? That's barely enough time to start executing the strategy. These problems are fixable, and we are going to serve the sales leadership community with this show. I'm Lucas Price. I've launched and exited B2B startups and built elite sales organizations. Now I want to give back by bringing you this podcast, Building Elite Sales Teams. It will be full of actionable best practices to help you excel as a sales leader. We're going to burn the churn. Let's get back to winning. Building Elite Sales Teams is on. We're going to 10x growth and be the next unicorn in B2B tech. How many times have you heard that before from the next up and coming startup? You've heard it quite often. And that sort of thinking contributes to the high failure rate that exists within sales leaders that are steering those startup organizations. It's because of that mentality that the shelf life of sales leaders in startups tends to be so short. You can expect sales leaders to stick around an organization roughly 18 months before they either flame out or are off to the next opportunity. Let's take a look at what some of the common themes that keep showing up on why sales leaders fail and specifically what pitfalls you need to avoid in the sales hiring process. So first up is the rush to hire without any clear criteria. Everybody wants to be the next unicorn. The pressure is on to go ahead and get feet on the street and hit targets and to grow. But without a blueprint of what makes what a successful salesperson looks like for your particular setup, you're just shooting in the dark. You have to avoid this by defining success and defining it clearly based on your current business situation. What skills are crucial? How important is culture fit? You need to be clear about those things before you start the hiring process. Then another common pitfall that occurs in hiring is you're overvaluing experience over potential. Just because somebody has had years of results at XYZ organization doesn't mean those results are going to translate into your organization. In fact, if you're an early stage or accelerating growth startup in the B2B space, you really need to look at how that individual, how each individual is wired from a drive and growth perspective versus the experience perspective. You're looking for raw talent. You're looking for potential. You're looking for eagerness and coachability and learning orientation. All of that needs to factor into your decision-making, not just the results side of the equation. If you're solely focusing on experience, you might be missing out on a ton of viable candidates that might actually end up outperforming that experienced hire. You need to look at top-end potential as well in your equation. A third common pitfall in sales hiring and one that contributes greatly to why sales leaders fail is culture fit. If you're a startup or accelerating growth organization, you cannot hire a productive a-hole. They're going to do more harm than good. And think of the reputation that you're going to have if you have a bad hire that's not only a cancer internally, but is just driving your customers up a wall as well. 
you have to evaluate culture fit almost as rigorously as you do sales skills. Another common pitfall, and this one is tricky to navigate, is really evaluating what your onboarding and training process looks like. You have to have something in place. And if you don't have something in place, then you need to be clear up front that, hey, we're building this as we go. So it's going to be important for the person that comes onto our team to be able to figure things out, iterate quickly, and then move on to the next thing and test that out. The clearer you are in terms of defining what type of environment or what type of stage you are from an onboarding and training perspective, the more informed you can be in terms of who you hire. Again, if you're an environment where a lot of that infrastructure doesn't exist, you probably don't want to hire a completely green salesperson into the environment. Last, but certainly not least, there's a certain amount of data that needs to be leveraged in that hiring process. When you're looking at what are some of the common pitfalls, not relying on data or not incorporating data into your hiring process can be a, a killer and can contribute to you flaming out as a leader of a sales organization. Hiring requires reps and it requires a, a lot of conversations. It, in a lot of ways, it's like sales where you need a lot of at-bats to get better at it. So. Part of that process involves analyzing what processes that you have in place, how different candidates are moving through the pipeline, what outcomes you're generating, and then adjusting based on what the data tells you and what the numbers tell you. These are common things that happen that steer managers and sales leaders the wrong way when they're trying to hire. Looking at these basic elements is going to help you build the foundation necessary to hire effectively. You have to make sure your people and your processes are tight when you're looking at building an elite sales organization. Hiring is a strategic endeavor, just, just like growth. You need to have your entire process in sync. You need to map it out. You need to be transparent in how you communicate. And you can't be in a rush to move too fast, especially if. You don't have the infrastructure that's built at the appropriate level for you to run at the speed that you want to run at when it comes to hiring. Thanks for joining us today on Building Elite Sales Teams. Please remember to give us a five-star review. And if you want more information about Yardstick, you can find us at www.yardstick.team. You can follow me or connect with me on LinkedIn by searching for Lucas Price.